life in the left lane. My name is Tom, and I am joined via the interwebs, Austin. Oh. Hello, Austin. <laughs> it's, I like how you like blow up my ears every time you do the mm. intro. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the appeal. It's part of the. It's part of the. It's part of the experience. I, I apologize I kind of, on behalf of the show to everybody's <laughs> headphone drivers and car speakers the car um, speakers is what i think about because yeah. <laughs> you know how sometimes you, you like end the night with a really loud song and then you turn the car off but you never lower the radio so the yeah. next morning you wake up and it's just like bah! right <laughs> you're like what the fuck i want that to be the podcast every single time <laughs> that's that's what you're it, going for yeah gotcha. as soon as you turn it on, i mean the music kind of you already know it's coming but sometimes you don't and it's just like whoa you know like stop touching my ear drums you know, I like how that like horribly frightening experience you have when you're barely awake and have to go to oh, work is the experience you're trying to replicate <laughs> for the show. It's awful. You know what the worst is? Is when it's like freezing cold. Mm-hmm. So you're getting in a car and it's already freezing cold and you're already like, uh, and then you turn the car and then it's like, it's like, okay, I don't need this in my it's life. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm already cold and the car is cold. Yeah, it's like and I didn't and I didn't start it before because I'm an idiot and I'm tired, <laughs> and I've just barely had like two sips of coffee. I know uh, it's crazy. This, I all things I remember from when I used to have to leave my house to work. Yeah, yeah, and I want <laughs> Still that, do. I, and I want to be a part of that experience. You know, I want somebody <laughs> to tell their kids one day, man, when I was a young radical twenty five year old, you should listen to this guy used to scream at me every single day. <laughs> You know, something called like Twitter time, you know, like, and, and, and they should just be like, who the fuck are they? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's us. We're the unknowns. That would have been a good name. The unknowns? Yeah. That's nah, too personal. You know, I feel yeah. directly attacked by that title name. It also kind of sounds like something um, like a punk band would call itself. Oh, yeah. The unknowns. Yeah. Yeah. Opening for Green Day. Yeah. Opening up for the Misfits. How about misfits. that? Misfits, yeah, yeah, that sounds The like Unknowns a and the Misfits together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's a concert too. I like how we made them punk rock too because they're definitely punk rock but yeah. with that name. Yeah, the Unknowns. of course. Yeah, what else would they be? Yeah, too edgy. Too edgy yeah. not to be. Yeah, no, this you're not going to find like a folk duo who call themselves the Unknowns. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're definitely not. Because they always um, have to have really long names. Or not really long, but they just, it's a pair of names that you can never remember the second one. It's like Simon and something. <laughs> and the- <laughs> Bartholomew. <laughs> <Yeah>. Simon and Bartholomew. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, you know, wh- I, I like, do you like that kind of music? Like the, the folky kind of music? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like some of it. I have a poll right now that's going on. Uh, we'll talk about it next week with the final results. But uh, it's the most what you think is the most influential ba- uh, rock band or artist. It's the Beatles. It's got to be the Beatles, right? Yeah, that's why I put them number one on the list. But I wanted to see if other people thought, you know, what other people think. And well, as of right now, it's pretty split. Beatles are running away with it. It's a split for like second place. Uh, <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I like how like, my cat just came in here and farted, <laughs> by the way, and then dipped. That's a true thing that just happened. Go ahead. What were you about to say? What the fuck, man? That stinks. <laughs> well, I was going to say that, like, probably the other influential people aren't on the list, would be my guess. Uh, like Chuck Berry? 
Chuck Berry would be one. I was thinking about um, Chuck Berry before. Even Elvis, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, people like Muddy Waters. I don't know, though, because and, bands like Led Zeppelin, you know, who obviously were influenced by the Beatles, so you can use that as like, it's still the Beatles, but Led Zeppelin directly inspired a, a whole new wave of new type of music that led to music that like I like now, like like no. 90s punk rock and stuff like I know. that. But so, they were, but they were equally as inspired by the Beatles as they were. Probably actually less so by the Beatles than by people like Muddy Waters and that's oh yeah yeah, yeah and like um uh who else Howlin' Wolf mm-hmm. um well I know they liked folk too so they I know they were big into bands that I don't know and they so liked, but but you still say the Beatles oh it's not even close yeah. it has to be right and I it's mean, not. And I also don't think you can't look at it like what's your which is your favorite one because that's not no. the question. Yeah, exactly. Because, but like whether you love the Beatles or just kind of like them or hate them, their influence is undeniable. Before we get into uh, you know our stories and stuff like that, are you, I know you're drinking a, a beer, I am. and I know you wanted to talk about it. I do. <laughs> I know. I see and, it in your face. And now we can show it because oh, we yeah. have video. We do have the video, yeah. uh, which, by the way, uh, you can find on YouTube at uh, you know just look up Life in the Left Lane. Yeah. We'll be there. We were at the grocery store yesterday, and we found this because I wasn't planning on getting any. More beer. I already have half a case of Weyerbacher's Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Oh, yeah. And I haven't even made my way through that. And then, well, actually, before that, we stopped at a bar to watch the football games because... Um, oh, that's right. NFL's back. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. And there, they had what was... Uh, it was a hard pumpkin spice cold brew coffee. Mm-hmm. It was like cold brew coffee with alcohol in it. Oh, oh yeah. And it was amazing. And so I picked up four bottles of that because of course. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have to. Yeah. And so, so I'm, I'm sure everybody's wondering why this story is important. I just want to let you know, like how much beer I had before I bought this. Right. It was quite a bit, (laughs) quite a bit. And so, uh, so we went to the grocery store and we saw Southern Tier now has the pumpkin, their famous pumpkin, which some people consider the best pumpkin beer that there is. I mean, it's pretty they have fucking it good. In cans as a nitro ale. And the cans are pretty cool. They have this badass drawing. Um so as soon as I saw that, I'm like, we have to get this. Like it's a nitro pumpkin ale. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it. it looks pretty good. Yeah, uh it actually makes me reminisce. About some craft beer, and I thought next uh, next week because we record normally on Thursdays because you're going on vacation. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to talk about that in, in just a second. But um, next week I'm off on Thursday, and I might get myself some craft beer, and we might go back to our really early roots, like yeah. people who've been listening to this show for the last few years. Yeah. Um, it should you know we'll remember we used to drink a lot of uh, of beer. <laughs> but if anybody, if you like craft beer. And you like the pumpkin beers? This is one of the best I've ever had. Ooh, that's a because big that's a big compliment right I know. there. And you Austin's know how many I've had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it is smooth and velvety because of the nitro, and it tempers some of that. The thing I don't like about the pumpkin is that yeah. to me, it like it, it kind of has like a buttery taste mm-hmm. when you have when you have it on draft. 
actually even in the bottle too, there's like, there's something in there that just reminds me of like clarified butter. And I prefer the uh, Weyerbacher's more, it just has more spices like cinnamon and clove and cardamom. What mouth do you have? (laughs) I've had these beers. Butter? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm telling you, it's like popcorn butter. You're out of your mind. And I believe you. I believe that it's there. I believe that it's there. I'm just in awe of your taste buds. I know. I have a sophisticated palate. So sophisticated. (laughs) You would beat Gordon Ramsay in that little fucking taste test thing that he does. That's incredible. I've had these beers, people. I've never tasted 90%. I don't even remember half the stuff he said. It's like. But this this doesn't have that at all. It seems like the, the nitro like really smoothed that out. So this. Man. It's a nine and a half out of ten for me. I would one hundred percent listen to a podcast of you talking about this stuff. <laughs> like one hundred percent. That was the most entertaining like minute of my life. I love okay. that. Now I should let people know that my craft beer selection today was a little weed again. Not as much as last week. I haven't heard myself from last week yet, but I feel like mm. it's spacey. I don't know. I was ball. I was out of my fucking mind it last week. <laughs> Uh, I shouldn't say last week. Let me, I want to do some housekeeping. Thank you for that uh, description of the beer. Awesome. Much appreciated. Uh, let's do a little housekeeping here because we have a couple things to announce. Okay. So, um, well, first of all, we're recording this pretty shortly after we recorded last week. So if there's things that are not in this episode that you're like, wait, they should be totally be talking about this. Austin's going on vacation this week. So we decided to record early. So that yeah. he doesn't have to try to record from the hotel because that's just not fucking cool. No. Um, so we're doing a, a different type of episode today with lesser known stories. But trust me, you're going to want to listen to some of them because they're fucking nuts. Yeah. They're fucking nuts. There's one in particular that's like, oh. um, <laughs> the second announcement is that Austin and I have decided and we are happy to announce that we are going to be doing a live Twitch episode. Yeah. It is not the recorded episode so what you hear now is going to be still be done privately you know just me and austin and mm-hmm. it's for the podcast only mm-hmm. but every wednesday every wednesday morning in particular at 10 a.m on twitch.com forward slash life in the left lane you can watch austin and i do a live show uh it'll go for a couple hours an hour whatever we feel it's uh there's no end to it but we're going to start them at 10 a.m each wednesday And it's going to be pretty similar to what we do here, but we're going to be engaging with the chat. So when Twitter time comes around, if we have a segment like that, if we decide to do that, um, we can literally get your questions directly off of the chat, which would be cool. And it's free. Uh, You just have to follow the channel because I don't let, you know, I I make, if people are going to come in and troll, that's cool, but at least follow us. That's the, (laughs) that's the rule. As soon as you unfollow, you can't talk to us. There you go. So you follow and then that's it. And mm-hmm. it's free. So you can just watch us and hang out with us. It'll be much less formal. I mean, this isn't formal by any standards, but no, it's just going to be not. us fucking talking about anything. And if the chat's not bumping, we'll we'll have stories that we talk about. And then hopefully you come and engage or argue or debate. Yeah, everyone's welcome to the couple conservative listeners that are <laughs> listening. Because you know there's people hate listening. You know oh, that. Yeah. There's definitely people who just oh, hate I these remember, fucking guys. Yeah, I remember people hate listening from the old days. Yeah. So uh, you know they're still listening, and thank you for for listening. You don't even have to like us, but come by and uh, check out our our Twitch. So that's starting on September 23rd at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, because we are from that time zone. 
Be there with my coffee. Yeah. I will also have coffee. It'll be great coffee. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's probably like gas station-esque coffee. Um, <sighs> it's gross. <laughs> I, it's what we got. I think right now we're doing like a bag of Starbucks, which is not too bad. Trending on Twitter right now is Nazi Germany. Just want to let you know that. Uh, all right. So let's move on. Uh, I think that's all the little bit of housekeeping. Uh, also, you can go to Patreon.com. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, we're not. You don't have to. No. Follow us on Twitch. That you have to because yeah. it's free. And I don't even know. I assume the Patreon's still set up. I haven't checked it in like it half is, a year. It okay, is. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing more stuff with that too. Uh, <laughs> I should know because so. I have to post the episode there too. True. <laughs> I yeah, think you about have, a that. Of, have a lot of posting to do. Yeah. Uh, oh, also we'll post the uh, the Twitch episode like each week we'll post that on youtube as well on different days so you can get a enough content actually you'll probably get way too much content and for our patrons i will take the audio from those live twitch episodes and put them on the feed so you can listen to them whenever that's only for patrons also it doesn't go on the main feed you know what this is by the way what is that yeah (laughs) it's the thing to hold up an ipad (laughs) (laughs) i was wondering what that was but if you close it like this it looks like a pistol it totally does. Kind like of does. Little, yeah. Right? Like a Luger so. or something. Yeah. Interesting. Just in case YouTube investigates that. Like, uh, <laughs> demonetize, but I ain't monetized anyway. Can't do that with zero followers. Uh, uh, you know what weird thing has been occupying my mind lately? What's been occupying your mind? Wall Street? Uh, no, thank God. I don't even want to think about Wall Street. <laughs> Democrats? No. Occupy Democrats? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. I'm out of occupies. Go on. No, it's I've I've just been Zone? like, like for work, uh, and I said it last week, but for what I do is I edit podcasts for a living. Yes, you do. And we do like the company I work with works on some really long shows. So when you export them, it takes like 15 minutes sometimes because of you're just running them through all this audio processing. It's a lot. And so I find myself with time to just like watch youtube videos or oh what have you been watching and no it's not who it's like i've just been on tesla's website designing my dream cars that's all i've been doing (laughs) god can't you just watch youtube videos like a normal person (laughs) well but then i found a really cool one of a guy who takes trips in teslas no like he does road trips yeah it is cool and if you watched it you would know why i think it's so cool Uh, But yes, it's been a weirdest thing occupying my mind. I'm like, no, that's oh, cool. That's cool. I'm if just I had $110,000, I could get the Model X I've always wanted. Is that $110,000? $110,000. God, I may never make that amount in my entire life combined. <laughs> zero, it, goes, it goes zero to 60 in 2.6 oh, seconds. Jeez. Who, I mean, it's who faster cares? Than a Ferrari. Is that a real care? Do people actually care about that? Where are you ever going to get to use that? Most speed limits are 45. When? You can't even go zero to 60. When I'm running from the cops. <laughs> Why would you be running from the cops? Well, because you're brown. So, yeah. <laughs> it's America. Yeah. We, need, See, we I, really need that childish Gambino. This is America I just need drop. a Fiat. I, honestly, I don't need speed. I, I can just, I'm white enough, especially now that I haven't been outside in like a year. Trust me. If they see a Fiat, they're going to assume the person in it is white and very yeah, white and probably also, Italian. Also, for the YouTube video, I want you all to know, I'm not actually this white. I have a <laughs> yeah, very like, white light. You're like glowing. In yeah, <laughs> it's it's a white light. I'm not going to show the camera because it's going to blind the fucking camera. But it's a white light. And it's like, I look like a ghost. I'm not. 
Yeah, he really isn't that white. I mean, he's I'm white. Really Don't get me wrong. White. He's I'm white, white, but he's not. I'm definitely that white. white, but yeah. like this is a misrepresentation. Is, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fluorescent. <laughs> <laughs> I look anemic. <laughs> you, you, look see, anemic. you see now. You have if you're just the podcast listener, now you have to watch the the, the YouTube video. Yeah. Now you have to yeah. give us the view time. We need we need it. Actually, I don't really care. It's just for everyone's enjoyment. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's move on to some news because we're already on track for like a 17-hour show again. Um, we're not going to do the Trump report this week because there's not really a Trump story. There is one Trump story, uh, but it's not really. It's, it's more of an elect- election story. So uh, we'll just get into some news stories. Um, okay, let's talk about, let's change the whole mood. Suck that mood right in. <laughs> this let's, is not doing a good job. <laughs> let's talk about some polling. Okay. Um, from everyone's favorite pollster, Rasmussen. All right. That's a lie. Everyone hates Rasmussen because they're a trash pollster. But I figured that they're kind of like important to talk a about. character from a fairy tale? Um... It might be. No, it's not. I'm just. Is that no. no? Oh, I had to Google that. It just sounds like it could be. <laughs> I was googling it. I didn't know. I was like, I gotta know. I gotta pretend to know at least. It's uh, like you plant three seeds in the ground, and you might wake the rest of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. It could be anything. Kind of. Yeah, it's like be. a little bit like Rumpelstiltskin. All right, I pulled up some polls from five thirty-eight. I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> There were a slew of pool of pools of polls today that were released, and most of them were about the president's approval and disapproval rate. Okay. Oh, good. On the same day where YouGov posts, I don't know why they post so many. Oh, because they do them every like two days. Uh, but disapproval ratings, um, most of them double digits. Rasmussen put up a poll. That shows the president approval rating at 51% and his disapproval of 48%. This is the first poll that I've seen ever involving Donald Trump that's 51%. Oh, uh, no, they've done it before. He cited them before. Other than them, I mean, pollster, not poll. I've never oh. seen another pollster do this. No, no other pollster does. No, YouGov had one close one at three at, at the disapproval of 49 and approval of 46. When was I'm that? just, uh, huh? That was that this week. That was released today, but it's from September eighth to the tenth, and they did a thousand. Fuck, are they talking to? Yeah, I don't know. They did according their sample size was one thousand. Uh, I don't remember what A stands for. RV is registered voters, likely voters. I don't know. I don't know what A A stands for. Um, but when when the more recent polls, there are all of the exact same ones are. are Eleven points disapproval rating, 13, 10, mm-hmm, 13, mm-hmm. 13, 13. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where this plus three came from. But they also released a couple other polls uh showing that Pennsylvania is a statistic tie or an actual tie. Nah, um and then, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and then the other states. Yeah, but like I I don't know how much to believe th- these these polls especially theirs now that could just be the bias maybe these are the real polls and if they are holy shit we're fucked which is why i'm bringing this up yeah uh, i don't know i don't I, know. I, I thought that was i thought that was pretty pretty bad it's yeah and then but then i saw another poll 
that had Biden up by 12 in Arizona. Yeah. I that think was the just same... recent. Like last week, I think they said was the polling or the um, survey days. So um, it's like, yeah, ah, this one from OH Predictive Insights uh, is one of them who has Biden at 10 point at a 10 point lead. Yeah, in Arizona. Uh, from September 8th to the 10th in Arizona. Yeah, Trump, that's crazy. Uh, they had, oh, they, that was the only poll that they put out too. So that might be a specific poll to Arizona. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. If that's, I mean, a 10 point lead is huge. In Arizona, uh, yes, a, it yeah, is for a yeah. Democrat. Yes, it's Arizona huge. is not a huge state when it comes to electoral votes, but it's a state that the Republicans normally carry and probably should carry. No. Uh, and if Biden's up by 10... I don't understand how Pennsylvania would be a statistic tie. I just, I can't, I can't see that as a Pennsylvanian for some reason. I'm having trouble seeing that. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard. not that I, I haven't seen many Biden signs. <laughs> it's it's hard to any. fathom that like they are starting to understand reality better in Arizona than they do here. <laughs> not just Arizona. <laughs> Last week I mentioned Virginia. Virginia is like a solid blue state. No one's talking about Virginia yeah, because it's crazy. guaranteed to be democratic. A state that was leading the Confederacy is more liberal, and that's not necessarily a good thing, but they're more left or more democratic. Let's just say no more democratic yeah, yeah. than Pennsylvania, which is fucking crazy. And New Hampshire, because another poll was released in New Hampshire showing that that's like uh, Biden's up by like four points in New Hampshire. Well, you know what, New Hampshire? I'm no longer interested in moving to your stupid state. <laughs> I was, but now you're 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 ruining it. You're ruining it. I'm just going to Vermont. I think I'm settled on Vermont at this point. Wait a second. Why do you think New Hampshire is ruining it? Because they're too close to 50-50. I need to go to a state that's never going to be 50-50. I think you should look up the results of the 2016 election in New Hampshire. I mean, I I'm think sure you, I Hillary think you'll won, find, right? Oh, no, look, Donald. Uh, no, Trump up. did win. I remember now. All right, election map. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> New Hampshire won. No, Hillary won, but it wasn't by much, was it? Well, I think they don't they also split theirs? No, no, that's Maine. Uh, that's Maine, Maine splits. Theirs, yeah. Maine went uh, half and half. Yeah. Um, but and I think that's I think that's similar to what they're predicting this year as well for Maine. Mm. Uh, I guess I've been to Maine only once, but I went there. It's very much like Pennsylvania. There's a couple cities. Those cities generate most of the the younger, popular, you know, hipsters, like Portland. Portland was like big on that, and, and the rest of the state <laughs> is just like farmlands and small inbred towns. It's Pennsylvania. It's just makes me think of like Portland on the East Coast full of hipsters in Portland on the West Coast. It's on fire? It's like hipster central. Yeah, oh. and it's also on fire. It's yeah. on fire, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's something we should we, we should probably talk about too, but... Man, oh, yeah, the West but, Coast is on fire. Yeah, it's on fire, fire. Yeah. Like, yeah. bad. Like, like, the air is toxic and... Yeah. Red skies, red everything, red hues on everything. Yeah, it's not good. It's just... Uh, just stay safe, West Coast. I, there's nothing else we can talk about. Um, also, it shows like the... Just bad. Just like the East Coast bias of the news cycle where... Yeah. Like if the East Coast were on fire like that, there would be wall-to-wall -wall coverage about how like the oh. world is ending. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> they're like, oh, West Coast I is know. always on fire. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is true. 
and really bad. Yeah. And they really get signed. Also, uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor, uh, the governor of California, he's weird. He's a weird monkey uh, because, like, I don't know where in his brain he thought, like, let's go make an infomercial about global warming, but in, like, a burnt-down forest and really, like, seductively while smiling the entire time. Well, like, when he's just like, vote. And I'm like, oh, are we going to vote the fires out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like now on the ballot, should the fires be raging from, you know, Oregon to California? Uh, yes. Yeah, they should be. That's probably what Americans would vote for. They'd vote for the fire. Well, I don't think California and Oregon would vote for it. If you left it up to the whole country to vote. Yeah, you're probably right. That probably is how it would go. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, this country surprises me time and time again. We voted for Bush. Oh, he cheated the first time, but then they voted for him the second time. They were like, "Yo, yeah, we know he's not really a legitimate president, but we still want him." Uh, okay, and then they we also like Donald Trump, among many other things. The uh, another factor that really pisses me off that I have to talk about, Austin, is this love of George W. Bush. All right, we just passed by the 19th anniversary of 9/11. Just happened this past week, which, by the way, it just didn't feel. There was a different feel to this one. Like, it didn't feel like 9-11 because of all well, the tragedy that's happened this well, year. Well, I was going to say, it, it almost felt so, like ridiculous like, morning. Like, you know, what yeah. was it like? How many? It was two, close to 3,000 people. Yeah, I like 2,600 or something yeah. like that. It's like we get that like in a day now. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a <laughs> terrible tragedy and I've yeah. had personal, you know, I have a very personal relationship with it. My parent was in the city. Yeah. At the time it happened. So, like, I, you know, very personal. And I almost feel like I have to explain to kids. It's like, when this happened in 2001, like, America mourned. Oh, yeah. Like, we oh, cared that people died. For years. Like, it was back when the country used to care when people died in a tragedy. Yeah, I know. And now we're like, what? It was only a couple hundred. Who cares? Let's go out. Or, I they get didn't actually. Die. No one died from this. <laughs> it don't even exist. Well, okay. Hold on. To be fair, there were tons of conspiracy theories about 9-11. Well, there still are. And I one know. of them is very true. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I buy into I buy into one of them. I'm not, I won't talk about it on the show. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just the way that they fell. It just. Oh, God. Don't you even yeah. start. <laughs> It's just it was too too demolition like. No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> oh my god, no, it wasn't. Just ask any engineer, and they will tell you. I'm just saying, it was weird. It was weird seeing little explosions. I, I'm by the way, I'm memeing from loose change. I don't know if I, I'm I'm not sure if that's clear or not, but. <laughs> The, if you ever see the documentary Loose Change, which I'm assuming you probably have, they have. Oh yeah, or, I've seen it, yeah. yeah, they have like uh, demolition <laughs> experts come in and like analyze the windows that are like ten floors below, blowing <laughs> out and calling that explosions that are like setting off the floor. And I'm just like, pressure, pressure. I know it's just like it's maybe so... maybe pressure. <laughs> maybe it's but pressure. it just makes you wonder, like are. Like, I don't think any of those people were engineers. <laughs> no. no. It's, it's just, just because like, it says it on the screen. Yeah. It's well, it's not, just like, remember remember when all those quote-unquote doctors got together and uh, were like, the cure to COVID is just zinc and hydroxychloroquine? And it's like, yeah. no, it's not. 
Just because you have a lab coat on doesn't make you a doctor. <laughs> That's very true. And then the, um, the woman who was talking to had, had said something like, something about um, demon orgasms. And I was like, what? this sounds very interesting. Like, she is somebody we would have covered back when we did the crazy the, religious nutjobs okay. segment. Did we just miss her or is she new? New. She's new. Yeah. Oh. New in town. <laughs> and which, you know, I'm kind of glad we don't do that segment anymore because now that Alex Jones isn't allowed on YouTube and like clips of Alex Jones really aren't either. No. It, a lot of that content is gone. No, and, no. and YouTube is like actively getting rid of these alt-right conspiracy theorists. So I'm like, we would have no content. I mean, I think Dave Dobbenmeyer is still always on. But uh, <laughs> Coach Dave, of course, yeah, he is. Coach Dave, yeah, 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 he's 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 doing great. I've watched a couple videos recently. He's doing, and, he's doing and great. I'm sure Pat Robertson's still around. He's been around since the he dawn is. of time. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, hold on. I gotta find this. I gotta find this tweet. Um, yeah, Pat Robertson just recently uh, said something that most leftists are like, okay, let's go. I'll, I'll find that while we're, while we're talking. Okay. Um, but, but what I wanted to say, oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, uh, Pat Robertson says, Black Lives Matter is trying to lead a, quote, lesbian, anti-family, anti-capitalist, Marxist revolution. Like, yeah, awesome. Let's do it. That's fantastic. Why why lesbian? I don't know. I, I No idea. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> he looks so much older, though. Like, like, he looks like an elf now. And it's great. Because I'm... Not he looks older it. than he did before. I can't yeah. imagine. Oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like the cheeks of the droopy tree, cheeks. It's like the crypt keeper. Yeah, it's great. Um. Anyway, what I was trying to say <laughs> uh, about so all this interrupted. <laughs> was that George W. Bush went to war with Iraq in two thousand and three. Uh, and, and, and that's still happening now. And yeah. thousands and thousands of innocent people were killed and, and the whole country was destroyed. And now fast forward to 2020 and these neo-libs are like fascinated by George W. Bush, praising George W. Bush. Like, remember when a real president was leading during 9-11? He read a fucking book to no. kids and didn't react. <laughs> That's like, a no, leader? actually, I don't remember that. <laughs> a couple weeks later, he went golfing and talked to reporters and was so uninterested by what he had to say that when he was done, he was like, now watch me hit the ball. Nah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. That was our leader that we're talking about? I know. I kind of remember him have saying like, when they were, they did an interview with him a couple of years after 9-11. Maybe it was more than a couple. It might have even been like a decade after. They're like, what did you think that morning? It's like, well, you know, I saw the saw the plane crash into the building and I was like, oh, what a like what a terrible accident. <laughs> and I felt like he was just like like half a second oh. away from saying like probably a, like a woman pilot. <laughs> just couldn't find a way. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like God. that's where I felt like it felt like it was going to one of those like women are bad drivers jokes. And I was like, this guy was the president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now what? Because he paints shitty ass paintings in his tub. We got to love him. Get the fuck out of here. Eight years. I painted a picture of a kitty. We went into an economic crisis because of him and his fucking leadership, his quote unquote leadership. And now because Trump is so bad, you think that Bush was good? Motherfuckers, how do you have such short memories in this country? I don't understand. 
I have no, I don't understand how people just forget about this stuff. Well, Tom, at least when he Those was president. Those eight years were terrible. At least when he was president, you could put food on your family. There's books called Bushisms because he couldn't speak. Exactly. Yeah. Where wings take dream, Tom. Where now. wings take dream. Where we put food on Americans. Yeah. <laughs> he got shoes through, thrown at him. Not even where, Trump has had shoes thrown at him. Where he couldn't remember the uh, that saying, like, fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice, and, and you won't get fooled again. Yeah. What? It's like An episode complete. of CSI starting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> a complete moron, a terrible president. He, he put so many conservative policies. American, uh, the Homeland Security, the Patriot Act. Do, shall I continue the common core education that's... Com- further stupefied our country. These are all Bush things. I know. Just relax. Um, <laughs> well, no, I know. I remember no child left behind, but I think he had, he had something to do with common core. I, I forgot exactly what it, I, I know that. Well, uh, I, just, right, I remember a lot of conservatives being in order with common core because they thought it was a, an Obama era. Um, yeah. But they now think that Obamacare w- was a, a liberal manifestation when it's Mitt Romney's, Fucking healthcare plan. Who cares what they yeah, think? Yeah, and Bob Dole ran on it too, actually. <laughs> Who did? Bob Dole. Oh, perfect. Great. Another role model. <laughs> and they I like um and Jordan Klepper was interviewing um Trump supporters and they were like, and where was Obama on nine eleven? <laughs> He's like, Yeah, why wasn't he in the Oval Office? I don't know. That's what we gotta find out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I remember when uh, uh, Joe, this this is an anti Joe Biden thing, but I remember when Joe that makes me think of when Joe Biden was like, uh, you know, uh, our leadership on uh, when Hurricane Katrina hit. I'm like, hey Joe, you weren't president, you weren't vice president then. That was before you. <laughs> and also, you were still a fart in the wind. No one knew who you were, and you don't want to be talked about as the leadership during Hurricane no. Katrina. <laughs> That the city not, still hasn't recovered. That, that did not Communities go well. are still gone. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bad. That Bad not Joe. A, that was not a good example of leadership. Katrina. <laughs> oh, I, I love how I love how uh, all these politicians have to use like tragedies to show what kind of a leader they were because they can't be leaders for normal day things either. It's like like be a leader all the time, not just. For tragedies. <laughs> you know what you know what Bush should have done? He should have flown down there and then thrown paper towels at them like he was passing out t-shirts oh, at an NBA game. <laughs> absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. That would have been great. That would have been great. Or or you know what? You know what? Let's be fair. Trump actually played basketball, apparently. Bush played baseball. Throw them like a fastball right yeah. at the face of the the, yeah. the, the, the residents of New Orleans. Yeah. Just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Like try to knock him out because <laughs> I think I think Bush uh, threw out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium after 9-11 and he threw like a perfect strike so like he oh, he, he, was, he, he was a real he baseball player yeah, yeah right yeah. He has like, now I'd love, I think I'd love to see Trump even try to throw <laughs> baseball I, I would like to see that too but I want him to be in a full like baseball outfit <laughs> uh, no, we already saw that once with Chris Christie. We don't want to see it again. Yeah, that's what I mean. I want yeah. the Chris Christie factor. No, oh, no. man, that image never left my head. Also, the never. Chris Christie factor is going to be like on Fox <laughs> in 10 years. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh, I mean, listen, he seems to be at least questioning 
Donald Trump. He doesn't seem to be as buddy buddy with him as others. So I I, I would take him over uh, Tucker Carlson last century tonight. Remember that? <laughs> that? That was a stroke of genius right there. Uh, there's some more politics news okay. um, uh, that kind of leads into all this. It's about debating. And this is an interesting story that popped up today. This is from Bloomberg.com. You know what? Fuck it. I, I'm, I'm conforming. Bloomberg. Here we go. Trump says he wants a four-hour debate moderated by... Have you heard this story? I have. Okay. I was going to make you guess who <laughs> it know. could be. <laughs> I would have guessed right, too. I it's Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's Joe Rogan, yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, Trump wants a four-hour debate. Four-hour debate with Joe Rogan. I'm a political nerd. And I will not sit for four hours and watch these two people stumble through every sentence known to man. Yeah, I don't know why he I don't know why he would want that because the longer he speaks, the less people like him. Like this it's not one of his rallies. Yeah. Like all oh, those people are there and they're already, you know, yeah, like, they're they're gone. Zonked out of their minds they're, on yeah, that anyway. Gone. So they're gone. <laughs> it doesn't they're, really matter. Their dead heads gone wrong. They're yeah. they're gone. And so uh I, I don't understand why he thinks that would make him look good. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, be, Joe Biden would be fine. I mean, because he Joe would just Biden, say the same nonsense stuff for yeah. four hours. And then he'd say malarkey a couple times and give you a like few one times. Of those. Yeah. yeah. And people also, would be like, oh, shucks. No crowd. That's part of the, the package deal. No crowd. I mean, no. Like the no crowd thing is how I think debate should happen anyway. Yeah. That I was hate, way better. I, I hate crowds with uh, or debates with crowds. I think they're fucking useless and and politicians play off of them and, and it makes one politician look good and it, it completely sways the audience. This allows you to actually make your a little bit more of your own decision. Well, and we I saw think. too because that one debate between Biden and Sanders, yeah, was yeah. crowdless and it was the best debate of the entire election cycle. Like by yeah, far, it was. It was. Um, and I don't say that because I like Bernie. Even he only did okay. And, and Joe, it was still the best debate. Joe yeah. is not a bad debater. No, he's, it's he, weird. Yeah. <laughs> you he, think he, he should be. Like, yeah. And, and I've been watching a lot of his speeches recently. He's getting better. He's not yeah. getting worse like everyone and myself included thought. He's yeah. getting better. Joe Biden is actually a pretty good debater. No. Uh, I, I think. I mean, I, he doesn't I, say a whole lot of anything, but. No. But he's he he does a good job. And. and the one thing that I think would hurt Joe is the four-hour thing. I would have trouble debating for four hours. Nonetheless, a, a, a 79-year-old man, 78, 79, something like that, um, I, I just don't... I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think Joe Biden's people are going to allow this to happen. Well, also, I just don't... under like I, I'm really trying to understand where Trump is coming from because he he's at his best as far as a performer, when he's in front of a big crowd because yeah. he knows how to manipulate a crowd. What is he going to do with no crowd? You've seen him in interviews. It's awful. Like one-on-one -on -one interviews. He's they're terrible. Not yeah, and they're not fun. No. Like no. You, whatever you say about Donald Trump, he does the audience thing good, just like you said. He knows his crowd. Exactly. He absolutely and, knows And he crowd. plays into it and he feels but the he room. But he needs them. Without because, them, he's like a zombie. Right. And, and you got to remember that Trump's a showman. That's yeah. his, That was his life before this. He yeah. was on TV all the time. He knows what people want, and he knows how to get reactions out of people. That's what made him so successful in 2016. Yeah. This will not help him at all. Actually, 
any of these debates. I know Republicans are already writing Trump in as the winner because they think that Joe Biden stumbles over all of his words. And guess what? He's going to do that, Joe Biden. He just can't. He's yeah, done that Trump his entire too. career. <laughs> but yeah, Trump may be worse. Yeah. People people just look at Joe and it's easy to pick on Joe because he looks like he's a thousand years old and about to die next week. Yeah. But Trump, he's just as bad. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and then the repeating thing, because he likes to really... Remind you what he just said. Yeah. I remember one day I went outside and I farted. It was a great fart. I wondered one day if I could ever fart so good like that. That was a great fart. It was great. It was a wonderful fart. That's not going to play well in debate. People are going to find that extremely ob- obnoxious. And, yeah. and they're going to look at Joe as the person who is an intellectual and who's... Which is funny because fa- he's not. But <laughs> no. <laughs> But he portrays that. He's like well, that. I mean, he's like a best actor in the world. He should win an Oscar. Well, he'll, the thing is, he'll look like the adult in the room, and Trump well, really that's doesn't easy want to that. Do. Yeah, that's easy. But to he do. doesn't want that because this election is going to be all about who looks like the adult in the exactly. room. Because you know, there's a giant fucking pandemic going on, and yeah. the, you know the economy is not doing well, mm-hmm. and like there's unrest in the streets. It's like you. People are looking for a steady hand, and there is no less steady hand than Donald Trump. Also, does Trump not know that Rogan also roasts him all the time for his bad shit? Because yeah. he does. He yeah. does. And he goes after Biden, I think, a little bit harder, which plays into— Well, like, he the, knows his audience, too. Yeah. But he definitely goes after Trump too yeah. when Trump makes it. So it's a, are they only feeding him the Rogan clips where he goes after Biden? Because I, I don't I, I don't oh. know. Well, you know, you know his people only feed him the stuff that yeah. it was just it was just like that interview that he did with um what was it, that vice reporter? Or no, it wasn't it was Axios, I can't remember. But where he's like, like look look at the study, it's right here. And he's like, Oh, you're talking about like as a percentage of cases, I'm talking about as a percentage of the population right. that have died. And Trump's like, you can't do that. It's like, why can't I do that? <laughs> it's like, you can't do that. It says right here. Yeah. It says right here that we're good. <laughs> Remember like early on in, in this whole uh, like Trump presidency, we read an article on uh, on the show where it's like, to keep his interest in in any kind of work, they have to like have write his, his name. name in the yeah. paragraph like a bunch of times because yeah. if he doesn't see Trump in it, he won't read it. Like yeah. what? It's like we've seen twenty kilos of uranium taken from. Hey Donald, <laughs> <laughs> we're still talking, bud. <laughs> it's like I like this. I like this report. It's good. It's very good. Like, good think report. about how into yourself you have to be. To, to to only be interested if your name is written all over the paper. Think yeah. about that. I know. I know. It's like, I, I, I mean, I, I can't even think of what your brain has to be thinking for you to be like, hey, uh, this is no good because Tom's not randomly injected into the middle of this paragraph. <laughs> I wanted to know why the cat Tom jumped off the roof. <laughs> It'd be weird if they just put his name in random spots. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I would love to see that. It's just like they, I'm not they, sure. They, I they realize that story, midway though. through. They realize midway through that he's not actually reading it anyway. He just looks for his name. So they just uh, like yeah, put a Donald there, put a Donald there. Tax the poor yeah, until they have no money. Give I'm cuts not sure. to the rich. Donald, Donald. I'm not sure he can read, but he does know his own <laughs> name. Like I know he knows how that's spelled, or at least somebody does it for him. I know words that have the D in it. I know when they have an O, but I only find Donald. 
Even if it's a duck, it's about me. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure he could read, Austin. Let's be real. I'm not so sure. But not well. No. I'm not saying he can write like a thesis. I'm not sure he can spell thesis. But Let's I, just I say mean, that he might have been struggling with my pet goat even more than George Bush was. <laughs> it's great, too, because he you can see when he's reading off the teleprompter because he he has to read slower. And that's fine. I'm not making fun of that because that's the no. same thing with me. My brain but, he, it, but the funny thing is you can also tell he's never read that speech before. Exactly. And he's yeah. struggling to just understand or maybe he's not even understanding what he says because then yeah. all of a sudden when he realizes that he understands something, he'll break off into his own little thing. Be like, and now one day when we go to the moon, I got to tell you about the moon. We're going to go there, America. <laughs> well, I like you know, when he I, gets impressed by his speech. Yeah. Because obviously yeah. he's never read it before. <laughs> he's like, wow, this and is good. Like, this is really good. Like, and the stock market has grown by 3% thanks that's to right. your... Pre- hey, that's a pretty good number. <laughs> it's like the greatest president. Oh, yours truly. I love... Everybody loves me. I'm great. It's like, Donald, I, I don't think you've ever even read the speech that you're giving. <laughs> also, side note, Bloomberg.com yeah. just blocked my article and it says, you have reached your free article limit. I opened one article from Bloomberg. And the dude's a billionaire. <laughs> That's the one. You, your limit is one. At least your Times is like, here's three. Next <laughs> one? Uh, speaking speaking of Bloomberg, wow, did you hear that he's about to spend $100 million in Florida on behalf of Joseph yes. Biden? Yes, I, I did hear that. I even, though he pledged, even though he pledged, I think, a, 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 what did he, a, a billion? I think he pledged a billion. Um, something like that, or nine hundred thousand. No, I think he was a billion. Uh, he said I spent up to a billion to defeat Donald Trump. So hey, a hundred mil to start. To start, like, Tom, you weren't supposed to remember that. But that is a lot of money for one state. I think the most right now is Pennsylvania for Biden, and Biden's campaign does like fifty-six million. And to imagine what I see on the internet and on TV when I do watch TV. I can't imagine double that. <laughs> it's fucking insanity. Well, honestly, I'm not even sure they should be targeting Florida. I think they should be targeting here in Pennsylvania. I think uh, yeah, that's where he should be dumping a hundred million into. I do agree. But Florida, they're they're trending. Well, it's hard to say, but it seems to me in recent elections they're trending further right. And soon, I'm not sure they're going to be a swing state. Kind of like Ohio isn't really a swing state anymore. Yeah, Ohio's really gone red. Yeah. They've gone far right. I don't know if it's going to be like that with Florida, specifically because of Puerto Rican descents. Yeah. And, and I think that at, you know if they stay there and they have families there, I think that I think that influence is going to keep it. it could. Uh, it's going to be a swing state, I think, for for yeah. a while, um, because the North. The, it the could shift again when all those old racists die because they're getting old. Yeah, but then so. they get just, but they just get replaced by more. They get replaced by the old racists that come from New York, who who were moving down south. So they yeah. just get replenished. Uh, unfortunately, I thought eventually they would just die out naturally, but it seems like they're they're not. Um, I, I mean, I but know. eventually it has to go left because, like, you know, each generation is getting further left. Yeah, but we're gonna be like fifty when that happens, and yeah, like that'll be good times. <laughs> I hope so. People will be I like, hope- they'll be like, all you did was the Green New Deal. That's so conservative. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if that was the case. I would love that. Um, all right, let, let's uh, let, let's move on to another story here. And the Zoomers um, will be like in their thirties. 
They will. And then we'll have another generation, which we're going to have to awkwardly name. They're going to be like anarcho-communists. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Imagine. <laughs> I'll take them. That's fine. Yeah, that's um, fine. All right. Well, we got a couple more stories. We'll breeze through a couple of these. Um, This is kind of interesting coming from Pennsylvania. A federal judge has ruled that Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's COVID-19 shutdown orders are unconstitutional. Uh, To sum it up, his orders were pretty much to stay home as much as possible, limit public space, uh, you know, people in public spaces. I think uh, part of it was like no alcohol uh, unless there's food involved. So like you, you sit down only, not you can't just go to like a bar. No. Um, and, and And that's it. And there were a couple other small things. It's like that's unconstitutional. That's part of the reason why I want to leave this state. As yeah. much as like it's starting to move to the left. But wasn't and, that isn't that a federal judge they said? Uh this is a federal judge, yeah. So that's irrespective of the state. That's True. a federal bench. I didn't catch that. I, yeah. that's a good point. I did not catch that. Um And you know why that is? That's because, you know, while people have been fawning over Nancy Pelosi clapping sideways at Donald Trump. Schumer in the Senate has let him fill an incredible record number of federal benches. Yeah. And so I'm sure it was one of these people who, like half of them had never even been lawyers before, like practicing lawyers. I remember And they're federal judges now. Yeah, it's insane. It's terrible. Um, I, I just, it sucks because that means that Pennsylvania, because Pennsylvania has been doing pretty well as far as COVID cases go. Um, I, I work at a hospital. I think I may have mentioned that last week. I'm not sure, but I work at a hospital now and I work in the ER and I see, and I know exactly how many COVID cases we get, at least during my eight hour shift, which is during the bulk of the day, because I have to go in and take care of the rooms afterwards. That's my job. Nah. Um, so I, I haven't, we haven't been getting any confirmed cases. I think it's been like 18 days since my hospital has seen a COVID case. We get a lot of rule outs, people thinking they got it and they don't, or they get swabbed for it and then it comes back and they don't, Mm -hmm. but no positive cases. This tells me that with the lifted restrictions, it's going to go up. And that pisses me off because I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) And all I see is right now is just more work coming my way and it sounds like a greedy thing but it's not really because the hospital is so short-staffed that like it's gonna fucking kill us it's gonna kill us and this is not helping oh that's the problem with a lot of rural hospitals that's why like people kept saying you know you'd see like how horrible it was in new york but new york has an infrastructure new york city particularly has an infrastructure to be able to handle up to a certain point but rural hospitals have no infrastructure it's like if they even get slightly overwhelmed, the whole thing shuts down. And I, I will. You want to hear a funny story at least? Sure. Because I have to make the best of the situation. It's a stressful job. It's actually the hardest job I've ever had to do in my life. But um, one of the things I do, and this is a true story, and I, my my coworkers can attest to this. <laughs> oh Every room that I go into, I turn CNN on, and then I turn the TV right off. That way. When these maggots, <laughs> maggots come in, because it's so many Trump supporters, Austin, wearing their Trump masks, wearing their Trump hats or Trump shirts, I've see, I see them every fucking day. It's Especially when we were getting close cases. to death. Yeah, and they're mostly old. There's nah. some younger, but like the typical, like, nah. 
I, you know, you, you know Pennsylvanians, so it's I don't the have people to we really went to high school with. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> like you're not sure if they're a Nazi or or at least like a skinhead, which is like a a, a light a Nazi or light, just a garden variety clan member, <laughs> or just a guard. Yeah, okay, exactly. Actually, that's probably most probably of closer our to school. the truth. Yeah. But um, it's, a, it's, a, it's just you have to figure out what flavor of fascism they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. You got to test the waters. Yeah. But I know how much the Republicans hate CNN, how much Trump supporters hate CNN. So while they're in it's very agony, petty of you. Yeah, while they're in agony and they turn their TV on for a split second, there is probably Wolf Blitzer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Situation Room. My name is Wolf Blitzer, and now we are talking how bad Trump is. And I just, I love it. And, and I know it gets to people because when I, every room I go into, I do it. Every room. Austin. Oh, God. And once in a while, when I get the room again later on, Fox News is the last thing. Nah. Talk. So I know <laughs> that people are seeing it. And I know that they'll, I know that they don't know at all what I'm doing. But I tell my coworkers this because they always see me watching CNN and they're like, oh, you really must like CNN. I'm like, no, I fucking hate CNN. And they're like, why do you have it on? Because I know they hate it more. <laughs> <laughs> and I will continue to do this until my managers find out and tell me not to. Mm. And then I'll go to C or, uh, MSNBC. Fuck uh, it. I'll go yeah. to MSNBC. They'll they love just that. Don't seem to, they don't seem to hate MSNBC as much as CNN. Which uh, I know, I, I know. Doesn't make any sense. Boy, there's, a, there's actually a, a self-declared socialist on there, by the way, in Lawrence O'Donnell. Like he calls himself yeah, a socialist. He does, and, yeah. and in a lot of ways, he is. In a lot of ways, he's also not. Let's get that straightened out. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Pennsylvania. That's that's unfortunate because Tom Wolf's been doing a pretty good job keeping the numbers low in the state, and now, yeah, not of as course that hasn't stopped. You know, every like. Yeah, moron who doesn't know anything about governance from complaining about it. Of course. Of course. But they also believe it's a hoax, so. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um uh let's do All right, let's let's do this Joe Biden announcement and then we're gonna move on from uh from from mainstream politics right now, except for one other story. Anyway, Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden is having trouble apparently with Hispanic people. That's pretty well documented. Mm -hmm. So Joe Biden and, and his team respond by announcing the first and only, I guess, Hispanic Heritage Month. Okay. Interesting. Here's a, uh, this is a segment from an email that somebody received. I probably received it too because Joe Biden somehow got my email and my phone number as I showed you on a text message. <laughs> Hold on. Before we go on to the story. And, and he slid into my DMs on Instagram. He almost did. He almost did. Austin, I, I shit you not. Joe Biden started messaging me. Next thing you're going to get like a shirtless Joe Biden on Grindr. Oh. What's not? And that would be one of the younger people that messaged you. True. True. That's actually true. By a couple of years. <laughs> so I get this message. Ready? Kamala here. I'm getting together with my friend Hillary Clinton this Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Will you join us? No. I'm so grateful to have donors like you lie. I am not a donor. Do not assume. 
I'm not a donor of the Joe Biden campaign. I'm telling, no, just putting that out there. They're talking about how you're an organ donor. <laughs> oh, well, I am an organ donor, so we'll go with that. Um, like you on this team, and I want you to hear directly from Hillary. Chip in any amount today to reserve your spot for the special event. And then no, I no, responded no, 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 by no. saying, stop. I know that's how you stop these, me- these text messages. And then in all caps, it says Joe Biden. You have been removed from mobile alerts. No further messages will be received. Info contact at JoeBiden.com. Removed by mistake? Reply oops to rejoin. And I said, it was not a mistake. Ew. <laughs> like, uh, first of all, how'd you get my number? Second of all, what makes you think I want to watch Hillary talk about how great Joe is? And third of all, oops. Yeah, I know. Come on, Joe. Although, on a side note, like, you know how... Stop is always the text that you send when you want to get off one of those, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) texts. I've always felt the desire to, like, text right after stop, just on all caps, in the name of love. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. I'm going to do that next time. Or hammer time. (laughs) Because somebody else fucking does it. Oh, hammer time. (laughs) No, I think in in the name of love. I think that's more meme-ish. They'll be really confused, too. Like, what? Uh, but but here's here's the email, okay? On oh Tuesday, boy. September 15th, Biden for President will host a celebration featuring Latino artists and celebrities to kick off National Hispanic Heritage Month. Presented by Cristela Alonso and with uh, special appearances from America Ferreira, okay? Lynn okay. Manuel, Manuel Miranda, mm-hmm. okay? I know I know that's one of your favorites, so that's pretty cool. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. No, he is not one of my favorites. I think... He is is good at piecing together a contemporary musical. John Leguizamo. I'm skipping over because I know. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. Finish what you were saying. <laughs> no, that's it. That was all. It's just like just Hamilton him. is good. Oh, I mean, okay. there's a lot of problems with the narrative, but he did a good job putting it together. Uh, Jonathan Del Arco, Rita Marino, Huey Dunbar, Frankie Negron. Lila or Lila, not probably Lila Downs, um, Adrian Gonzalez, and the final speaker, Tom Perez. <sighs> the event will celebrate the immense contributions to the Latino community to uh, of the uh, Latino community to our nation. So I just wanted to. This really isn't a huge story. I just wanted to get your uh, reaction to the guest speakers, the event, what you think it's going to do. Are Latinos going to just jump on board now? And why is Tom Perez speaking at this? Still waiting on your call, Joe. Where am I? Why was I not invited to this event? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No way would a socialist Latino be on this list. Are you out of your mind? Nah. Let Come me on. guess who his. I bet he put, what's her name, in charge of like Latino outreach. Um, Anna Navarro. Oh. I bet he did. <laughs> Probably. I bet he did. I bet he did. I don't know. This sounds like an Anna Navarro list of people, yeah. too. Actually, I don't know half these people. I, I have to look into a couple of these just to see who they are. Um, <laughs> I have expected Beto O'Rourke to be there. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> or Ted Cruz. <laughs> uh, he's Canadian. He doesn't count. <laughs> oh, true, true. Um, and a serial killer. And Ted Cruz is a serial killer. Yeah. That's just going to be, we're going we're gonna to make sure every episode to say that at least once. <laughs> just don't forget Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz. Senator, Senator. From Texas. Soon, soon to be Supreme Court justice member. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know. No. What do you think? Is this going to do anything? 
Is this event no. <laughs> anything at all? No. Give me a glimpse of hope. This is going to at least change no. one Latino's mind or Latina. Yeah, it might like make one or two people not vote for him. Oh, <laughs> no. Ridiculous list. I just don't understand. Like, there's so many other names. Yeah, like, if you're going for big pop names, get, you know, go like George Lopez at least. Go after names no. that people can, you know, relate to. Like, you might not, I don't know if George Lopez, I think George Lopez is a Bernie supporter. So I'm not even sure if Lopez would do that. But I'm just saying, like, that's. Well, Leguizamo is a good one. John Leguizamo. Yeah, that is a good yeah. one. I know that, I at least know the name. Um, and Lynn Manuel Miranda is a big yeah hero okay. for some people. But I mean, really, if you wanted to get somebody, you'd be AOC. That's who you get. I know, and it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> I know, but I'm I mean, just saying, even, if you wanted to reach people, like Julian Castro, why oh, is yeah. Julian Castro not here? Or Juan um, Castro, the, the former brother. mayor of Puerto Rico, Carmen. What's her name? What's her last name? Um, oh, um, hers. It might be Cruz, actually. Cruz, yeah, yeah. It might be. Yeah, yeah, no, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Um, you know. That would be a great one because of Hurricane Maria, the mistreatment no. of Puerto Ricans, and Puerto no. Rico as a as a actual, you know, uh, trying to sell. What, what we were trying to trade that for Greenland or something like that. Remember that? Oh yeah. Wasn't wasn't it Puerto Rico and Greenland or something? I forgot. We briefly tried shit? to buy Greenland. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> Puerto Rico. It's like what the fuck? That's actually our people down there, and you're like, oh, we'll take Greenland. Why? I just wanted to bring that up. It's really not that important. Um, okay, <laughs> it's silly. Two more quick ones. Okay. Well, yeah, two more quick ones. Uh, Florida Democrat Andrew Gillum has come out as bisexual. Pretty I cool. Not a huge fan of his uh, politics, but uh, but he's not a politician anymore. So true. Uh, but he's not the worst person from what I say. Yeah, he's no. fine. He's a community member, so a little bit of support. Even with you, Lady G, a little bit of support. You just got to start unraveling and, 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 and fixing things before because you can't just like leave Congress when you get voted out in, in November and then just like become a drag queen and we're not all we're all going to accept you. Not going to happen, Lady G. Uh, you have to fix stuff first and then maybe we'll let you in. OK, <laughs> Andrew Gillum, you're in. You're fine. Um, you, in a quote. You didn't whatever, ask the qu whatever, Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's getting a little bit more. Like twinkish, I like that. Um, <laughs> you would is like there that. an old twink? Is there is there a name for an old twink? No, because <laughs> literally. Well, what happens to a twink when they become older? What do they become? I mean, anything could happen. I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules either. I only know like some of the rules, and that's not one of them. Uh, quote from Andrew: uh, You didn't ask the question. You put it out there of whether I identify as gay. The answer is I don't identify as gay, but I do identify as bisexual. He said in the interview, which functioned uh, as the season two debut of the of Hall's show. Uh, and that is something, quote, uh, that is something that I've never shared publicly before. Hmm. So congratulations. Welcome to the community. You should yeah. not have left your progressive stances. I would have liked it more. Next story is the craziest story of the week. I saved it for last because this is fucking. Whoa. Yeah. I got home from uh, from shopping, which oh, I never even shared that story. I'll tell you in final thoughts if you remind me. Um, I'll remind you probably. I saw South Dakota was trending. South Dakota doesn't trend that often. So I was like, oh, let me click it. And I clicked it. And I'm glad I did. I'm also really upset that I did. <laughs> this is from the Daily Beast. South Dakota Attorney General involved in a fatal car accident kept driving 
Huh? Because thinking he hit a deer. I don't know. This is a statement by the cops. I'm going to read a little bit from the article because, nope, denied the deer. <laughs> nope. South Dakota Attorney General Jason Ravensborg, 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 with an E? R-A-V-N-S, Ravensborg. I don't know. Reported hitting a deer Saturday night, but was in fact involved in a fatal car crash whose victim was discovered the following morning. The Sioux Falls Argus leader reports that Joe Bover, 55 years old, has been identified as the person killed, and his cousin Victor Nemec told the paper, the attorney general hit my cousin as he was walking down the side of the road and killed him. The state highway patrol was taking the lead on the investigation with additional help from North Dakota due to conflict of interest uh, concerns as Ravensborg oversees the South Dakota Division of Criminal Investigation. According to Ravensborg, <laughs> Uh, chief of staff, he called 911 from the accident and was uninjured. Meanwhile, the Argus leader reported Monday the documents showing the attorney general had been charged with speeding and other traffic offenses in the past. Oh, shit. That's wow. insane. That's wow. insane. I, I just, when I saw that, I was like, I mean, I understand thinking you hit the deer, hit a deer. It's, it's South Dakota. There's definitely more deer than people. Definitely. Yeah, but who doesn't but, stop? But you don't at least look? Because yeah. I've hit a deer before. I li live in Pennsylvania. If you know anything about, if, if there's any hunters listening, you know that you've probably come to Pennsylvania if you live near, because the hunting is like one of the big things to do around here. There's lots of deer in Pennsylvania. Lots of deer. So we all have hit deer, or deer have hit us. I mean, I haven't, but you know. But you don't, you haven't, you don't drive as much either. You know? No. So anyway, you know, you know that like when you hit a deer, you, you look, you don't just fly by and just keep on going. No, I would not be surprised no. if he was drunk it's crazy. because if he kept going, he probably went home detoxed. There's no way to know. I would not be surprised if he was drunk when he did this. No. I, I don't even know if he's a Democrat or Republican and I'm not going to look it up because I don't care. He fucking ran over somebody. I know. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's I, yeah, I saw that. I was like, I, 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 I don't know even know what to say. It's just nuts. It's nuts. It's, it's, it's insanity to me. Uh, but yeah, that does it for the stories. <laughs> I wanted to end on a nasty note. Oh, yeah, he just certainly did that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think we should take a quick break. I got to refill my Wawa. And then uh, we will come back with some fucking questions and some good questions, thought-provoking questions. It's going to be... Great. Wow, that's a lot of buildup for fat. Thank you. <laughs> Send us off to the commercial, Austin. Future sponsors, this spot could be yours. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to the show. Everybody and future sponsors, that last segment could be yours for free stuff or the right price. One of those two, you know, it could be both. I mean, if you're really generous, it could be like if it's me undies, hey, me undies, um, oh, you can just going like, on about this. give us a fucking boatload of underwear and that we're okay. Maybe give us our own underwear, you know, like, like, oh, you with, think we're like, gonna give you a boatload of somebody else's underwear. 
No, no, no. Like our own design so that people can buy our underwear. Like we can have like our faces in individual underwear just like right in the front. Who wants us where in the, underwear? The, where the pee hole is could be the mouth. Oh my God. That would be so... F- right? Come on. Me undies. Let's work on it. I'm down for that. That'd be great. You just Us just going like this. <laughs> and that's the picture. Wow. Wow. Uh, you want to know a face I just made? Follow us on YouTube. Also, wouldn't it be facing the wrong direction? Never mind. Um, so yeah, it would be coming out of the mouth. So I mean, literally makes no sense. But okay, all right, fine. Then put us on the back, <laughs> right where the butthole is. So when no, um, all right. I think it's time to look on the internet for the questions and then bring the answers out and spit them. It's turn time. <laughs> chance to get mad because I thought you were having an aneurysm. <laughs> I think I did. We have a few questions. Not that many. Um, only five. But they're like... Well, we didn't give people very much time this week. No. and and But th- these are good questions. They're not saying that the Dr. Ninja Monkeys are not. They're great questions. Um, Awkward sound. Our first question is <laughs> from a friend of the show, a friend... Of us personally, uh, Victor, um, and, uh, on Twitter as Victor is a robot. Uh, and if you don't know Victor, uh, he, he streams He's on Twitch, <laughs> also known as Victor is a robot on Twitch. So you can Man. follow him there. And he is a robot. He's in fact a robot. He has a human zoo. And I'm a member of the human zoo. One time we accidentally ran into him when we were playing Red Dead and Tom trolled Very him. Very recently. <laughs> trolled him so hard that he ended his stream. <laughs> So he trolled us first. He found okay, us. That's fair. All right. And then I naturally behaved correctly and escalated the he situation. Behaved like and, a child, but go ahead. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I blew him up with dynamite and set him on fire and dragged his body. And it was good times. A lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> hey, Victor. <laughs> The question for Victor is, what do you think the future of the progressive platform will look like? I think that is a great question. It is a good question. Mr. Victor, uh, Austin, I will allow you to go first with your idea. Well, I think, uh, I'm not sure it's going to look terribly different than what Bernie was proposing. Um, Okay. I think it's just going to be more consolidated. Like, he had planks like policy planks that he wanted like healthcare was one plank it's a big you one you know restorative justice big one economic justice um, big one environmental justice truth and i think what we're going to see is them more weave together into one policy like the green new deal okay and so you'll see like overarching uh policy where everything kind of fits together so like you know in order to have better environmental justice you're going to have to have like racial justice and you're going to have to have healthcare, and you're going to have to have economic justice because these things don't work without each other and so i think you're going to see just like the green new deal you know it was written in the in the mold of the new deal after the great depression um i think you're going to see policy plans consolidated so it's right. easier to run on yeah, i yeah. think that's the future mm-hmm. oh yeah it makes sense that that definitely makes sense, um, I, I, and I can see that happening. 
Okay, I see. I see with popularity of the Green New Deal getting mm-hmm. better or growing every pretty much every single day. Uh, I think I think you're right. My fear with the Green New Deal is that it becomes so mainstream that the centrists catch on to it, and then they just start fucking throwing it around. And then by the end of it, it's like Obamacare, where it's just it's pretty much like you're not really getting any help at no. this point. And, and that's my biggest fear with that. No. But uh, hopefully not. I my future. What I think the future Future for the progressive platform, uh, I, I agree. The platform is going to be the same. I, I, I'm going to focus on different aspects for this question. I think that, especially if we have a good year this year, because there's a lot of progressives on the table or on the ballot on the table on the ballot this year <laughs> for uh, for November. Yeah. And if a lot of them win, even if it's local, if it's state and local elections, doesn't matter. If a lot of them win. Now we have an actual base in politics where we can start growing that base. Because right now we have several few, we have a few figures that are scattered throughout the states, federal and local. True. But we're not at the point where we've infiltrated everything. Also Um, true. Pennsylvania state politics are starting to get more left. There's actual progressives in the, there's more progressives uh, per capita in the PA state government, I think, than the United States government. There's, there's quite a few. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Um, But now Washington's also starting to get more like that. I mean, the the squad, the the Trump should never have named them the squad because it's very much like the deplorables. Now it's our thing. We've taken it over. The squad has grown. It does. Yeah. You want to be part of the squad. I, I rather than the deplorables. <laughs> you know, I Although, want to be part of the deplorables. Then yeah, because the centrists took that and they're like, I saw an article where they're like, uh, quote unquote, progressive advisors to Biden have told his team to pitch him as like, oh yeah, a Democratic Avenger. And I was like, we just want healthcare. <laughs> like, we, I don't it's need him to be Iron Man. I just want healthcare. <laughs> the way that people abuse the word socialist and progressive are progressive in me. particular. Yeah, progressive is abused. It's well, like abused. yeah, socialist is abused by the right, just to call anybody you know left yeah. of Hitler a socialist. <laughs> but, but uh, that's exactly right. But it's it's uh, Democrats who abuse progressive. Mm-hmm. Like what was it? Uh, Clyburn today was saying that like oh. like they were progressives and like yeah. everybody in the parties and like no. No, there's like two people in the entire party that are progressive. It's like, don't you go well, around using that when word? When I when I worked at uh, a country club, I I met this guy who the entire club hated because he was very outspoken, uh, a very outspoken Democrat. He had uh, he had all the fun fun hats like Mer- make America great, Britain again, nah. and, and and stuff like yeah, great. I'm sure. One, I'm sure. Yeah, that's they must have hated him at a country club. Oh, they fucking despised him. They 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 found all these other reasons to hate him, but the real reason is pretty obvious. So one day we're talking about politics, nah. and we start talking, and I call myself a progressive. And he says, oh, I am too. And, and I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, so I, I brought up healthcare because I f- instantly felt like, oh, my God, I have an ally at a country club, a rich guy. Nope. And when I said universal healthcare, he's like, yeah, I mean, maybe that could work. And I'm like, oh, uh, you're <laughs> not a progressive. You're pretending to be one. Yeah. And I'm like, that's you're taking it away from me. I don't have that much. No. It's like, let me keep that word. I like that yeah. word. Makes me 
And now go, that wasn't the only thing. Go back to your round, Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the Pete Buttigieg effect. That's what it is. It's like, I'm the most progressive person here. It's like, no, you're not. You may, you, you're not even the most centrist person here. No one even knows what you are. You don't even know what you are. <laughs> Except a power bottom. That's the only thing we know. That's confirmed. <laughs> I do think that's that the, fu- <laughs> I I do think think that's that's the future of uh, the progressive party, and I'm using party loosely because it's not an actual party, but the people who make up progressives, I think that's on a really good direction. I, I think there's we're getting more progressive people in Congress than we're losing. No. Uh, as a matter of fact, I can't name one progressive that's lost a re-election. I mean... Not a re-election, no. No. Uh, re-election, yeah. Uh, so I, 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 it's true. Yeah. So I, I think it's good. I think it's good, but we need a lot. We've got to get a lot of work done. And this is part of the reason why I'm also voting for Biden, because if Trump wins, I see less progressives winning. If Biden wins, that most likely means more Democrats turned out. And that gives the Democrats who, you know, progressives who normally run as Democrats, a better chance to get, uh, elected. So that's a, that's another factor too. Well, and the thing is, and we see Trump literally coming for people on the left, like no, yeah, like he's not going after, like you know, his attorney generals aren't talking about those like, you know, hit squads of corporate Democrats running around. They're saying right. there's hit squads of leftists running. Like he's coming after the left. Oh yeah. So this idea that oh they're both the same, it's like it's ridiculous. Joe Biden, it's. Like he might, Joe Biden might stand in front of like and prevent policies from getting enacted, but he's not going to send the FBI after you. No. no. <laughs> but I, in the same breath, too, like, you know, centrists who are buying into this, like Joe is getting further left. Oh, uh, no, not. he's not. He's getting further right. He's going right. further right, if yeah. anything. He's, his ads are starting to appeal more to the center right and right than they are to the left. No. He's completely either assumed that the left left, like the Bernie wing of the party, is going to vote for him, which it looks like most are, but not everyone. No. And he's just like, oh, we don't really need to worry about them. And that's the part that makes politicians all the same. They don't care about the policies. They care about getting elected. Yeah, that's, that's true. what that shows you, yeah. and that's why people like Bernie are are much better at uh, you know getting things done in this in this sense because like they're actually trying to get policy passed. It's not so much about winning, and maybe that's to a fault. That's Bernie's problem because he doesn't care about that. It's no. like no, I'm. Why would I want to say this when I want this? No, and, no. and you know that's why we love him, no. but. It's just, it, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's obnoxious. Uh, let's move on. We have more questions and we will go to Dr. Ninja Monkey with most over the top idea you can come up with for a gender reveal party without burning half of the country. Ah, damn. Now I have a pre-written <laughs> answer to this when I thought about this, because this is the first question that I saw. So I'll allow you to go first. Oh, most over-the-top idea for a gender reveal party. Hmm. I swear to God, if you steal my idea, because you I, could. No, you could. could. I? Mm-hmm. Ah, I have no idea. Because it's not, it's not as over-the-top as you think. Wow. Oh. I have no idea. I mean, I've always thought the idea of a gender reveal party was incredibly stupid. Um, but you can't. That's not the con. Well, no, I can't say that. I can't say that because my answer is going to be similar. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know what I would do. 
I don't know, maybe make a bunch of creme brulee and have the gender at the bottom of the the ramkin. I think that's <laughs> what I would do. And then I would okay. get to eat all the creme brulee. Nobody or how about you put it at the bottom of the world's biggest like coffee mug? So you got to drink all the coffee. And then, at the, at the well, not the biggest, because that doesn't really matter. But at the end, like at the bottom of a coffee mug. So you have to, after you're done sipping coffee, it's like, oh, yeah, look. <laughs> also, I don't foresee myself ever taking no? part of a gender reveal party. No? No. Because that's more along the lines of where I'm going. I, I, my answer for this is that it is 2020, and we have learned quite a bit about gender. We understand a lot more about gender than we ever have in human history. Um, so I wouldn't, and this is sincere, I would find a gender-neutral name to boot, and I wouldn't give the child a gender like, because you're assigned the gender at birth, male or female. That's just what the the hospitals are going to do. Mm-hmm. But, but you you never know how that person is going to feel, or who how they actually relate to, or who they relate to. So allow them to make that decision. Don't yeah. reveal their gender. You know, have their assigned gender, and then leave it there, and then just let the child grow up and yeah. see what happens. And I think that's the best way to go about that. Um, so I wouldn't do one uh, personally because I, I also agree with you. I think they're extremely stupid. It's all corporate. That's the whole part of the blue and the pink shit. It's the reason why those are the two colors. It's a corporate thing. And also, I think like the only scenario in which I'd be a part of one as the parent would be if your sister. via surrogacy. Or your sister. Because you could be part no, of I their said, gender no, as as a parent. Oh, so, no! You can adopt. Yeah, but I mean, but you wouldn't what, gender. Why would you reveal <laughs> the, the child is yeah. already alive? True. And yeah, it, it's true. Yeah. I, I definitely it definitely won't be happening for me either. And I don't, I don't. You know, if I ever did um, have kids, it wouldn't be. I don't think it'd be via surrogacy. No, I, I would adopt. Yeah. If anything, yeah. if I ever got into this position where I was with somebody and we were like, "Hey, let's let's have a child." It's like, okay, well, adopting is definitely the way I'd, I, yeah, I'd go about that. I agree. Because there's too many people who just abandon their kids. And it's like, there's a lot of kids in the system. Yeah. So it's like, just help one of them. Yeah. That's what I would say. Uh, we'll move on to a next question from Megaron TV. Future guest. He'll be on the show we'll eventually. Right. We'll get him on. No, Dan will uh, be on well, too. So two yeah, future absolutely. Guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it feel like it's been almost four years since you started the show? Thank you, Ron. Thank you for that bullshit question. Uh, no. It, oh, it doesn't, it's but almost, he's right. It is it's almost, almost four, four years. years. In January, it'll be four yeah. years. Now, not consecutively. We no. did take a few long gaps there. but um, Yeah, it's yeah. hard to believe that that was almost four years ago. Jeez. 2017 was when we started this. I know. Jan- January, uh, it's like, I don't know, 14th or something like that. It was, it was inauguration it was, day. It was the same, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same week that that happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I yeah. remember when we first started the show and we were like, we're never going to get there. <laughs> it's like, I, we were so, so down. It's like, oh, we're never even going to get to 2020. This is fucking bullshit. Here we are. Yeah. And yet I didn't imagine it would be this bad. <laughs> Even no, even no. despite like had down nose, I didn't think that it would be like this. We thought some of the most impossible things, some of which have happened actually. A lot of the thing, like 
we joked about World War Three. Don't forget, <laughs> before Corona this year, or like late last year, that almost happened. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that was really on the brink of happening. I know. Uh, at least I it know. felt like that. It may not have actually happened, but it fucking felt like that. <laughs> uh, so it, the predictions were coming true. Not this one. This has been a crazy no. year. No. So yeah, about four years. That's crazy. And does it does it feel? Do you feel old for have listened to us for four years, Ron? Hmm. Because I know you, I think Ron's been listening for pretty much the entirety nah. of the show. So it's like, yeah, you're old too. You're older than us. Oh, I didn't old, think you were going to go there, old, but okay. Old man. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I am. Wait until Steven comes on. Oh, um, no. Does he need a walker by now? It's been so long since we talked to him. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Going right yeah. after the fans. Gotcha. Absolutely. That's my that's that's the the way, new persona. I'm like the, the Dr. Disrespect yeah. of podcasting. <laughs> you don't even know who Dr. Disrespect is, do you? I know he's a streamer. And isn't his like a uh, community famous for being horrible? Um, his community is not horrible. He's horrible. Okay. But he's also super entertaining. Mm. <laughs> he puts on this super like gamer person like persona. He has a mustache, a, a fake wig, which is obviously fake. Mm. And that's kind of the point. And he has like the same red headset and yeah, it, very outspoken, but also very strange. With strange beliefs. And then he was randomly banned on Twitch and no one knows why. It's like nice streams on YouTube. Fascinating. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, next question is from Ancestny, also known as at Barbara with lots of numbers after. Um, we are in an ap- <laughs> your face. apocalyptic crisis. If the left gives in and votes for Biden, won't the establishment take it as uh, we have surrendered? And have given them a mandate to maintain the status quo or do whatever they want to do? Um, I mean, in a certain sense, yes, but they've already got their mandate. Like, they have the candidates. Yeah. yeah so what are you going to do? That's the thing. It's like, the, and the argument is going to be Howie Hawkins. I, I can already see the argument for this. Yeah, but you know but what? There's only two candidates. Well, that and, we can pick from. But not only that, like there's a whole bunch of like weird shit going on with the Green Party. So it's not like yeah. like if you're ragging on the Democrats for being corrupt, then you have to read some of the stuff that's yeah. been going on with the Green Party. Like I want to like the Green Party. I've always liked the Green yeah, Party. They're just not very good. But yeah, they're <laughs> not. And no. they've been in trouble before with no. a lot of different things. Yeah. Joe Stein is not a you know, doesn't have a clean record. No. Uh, and that was the previous. Now Howie Hawkins, I like Howie. I always have. I've known who Howie is for quite a while. Not super long. But you know, he he's a leftist. He's a, probably would be a great third host of this show. But he's no shot at winning. Zero shot. Now, yeah. if he had a serious chance, let's say they were uh, all four candidates including the libertarian uh the, there's a female running. I don't even know what her name is. Jordan Jorgensen? Yeah, like something that, yeah. like that. Um let's say all of them are at 25% then yeah, now I can understand that like voting for Biden is like giving up, it's surrendering because the other candidate, the more left candidate had a chance. But he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is like, so, if the do? Democrats lose, they're not going to be like, oh, we need to court the left. No. And here's how I know that, because they're lost. Yeah. And, and they, they didn't. didn't go, oh, we need to court the left. <laughs> so if anything, I feel like they've gone further right. Exactly. They have So I, I'm I'm with you. I agree with that. Yeah. I just I just think the empirical evidence shows that we've already gone through this and saw their reaction and it wasn't what 
people, mm-hmm. like what I've heard other leftists postulate. And statistically, at least, you have a better shot at better policies being passed with a Democrat in office and Democrats controlling the Senate and the House. Yeah, it's not it's, uh, super not, good. But. Yeah, it's not the greatest by any means. I uh, mean, there are some Democrats in the Senate, uh, like Joe Manchin, who vote with Trump 60% of the times. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's not great. And you're not always going to get a, a guaranteed good policy, but it's a better chance. And especially with the GOP going so far right, if you don't vote for Biden and Trump becomes president, now you have a further right government with four years more to completely fuck over the country. So it's not really and a if, surrender. And but if they is. win again, they're so going to say they have a mandate. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah. If Trump wins again after all of this that's gone, he's gonna. there's nothing that's going to stop him from passing the worst of the worst policies. And he's not up for re-election again. Mm-hmm. So he can literally just do whatever he wants. Right. Although he did recently in a fucking uh, uh, rally say the way the media has been treating me, I am feel I feel entitled to a third term. Yeah, wow. It's like wow. Don't the worry, fact that Donald. We're even talking about your administration's that. even going to cut that entitlement. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I hope that in a situation where like Donald Trump doesn't leave the like office, let's say Joe Biden wins and Trump refuses to leave. I really hope that the Republicans are like, okay, Donald, like this is where we have to draw the line. Or are they going to go with him? No, oh, they're going to they, go with him. You know, they're well, gonna go then him. that's really bad. Then that could be really, really bad. Yes, it's going so to be really, this really bad. year might have, you know, this, this potential oh, yeah. for this year to get a lot. Yeah, I don't crazier. even know if we've reached the zenith of insanity yet. We probably haven't. No. Election night is going to be nuts. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. Zenith of insanity. My new cover band. New cover band. <laughs> that is a good name for a cover band. <laughs> yeah. Zenith of insanity. Wow. I like it. Also, yeah. legalize is trending on Twitter right now. About that. I like that. Um, we got <laughs> Along one with Bob Marley. <laughs> is he? No. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Along with Chuck Schumer. Uh, that's right, because uh, Chuck Schumer came out with a tweet that says the time has come to decriminalize marijuana. Um, I want to see Chuck Schumer out there like doing karaoke to legalize it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> We saw him. Do you remember? Wait, uh, who? Schumer? Yeah. Yeah, and de Blasio. Yeah, the and de Blasio. Yeah. yeah. I, that was the first time I ever noticed how tall de Blasio is. That was, he it was like, weird seeing him in person. Yeah. Like, Chuck Schumer looked exactly like he, I expected He, he looks like a, like a, exactly, like what you would imagine a politician. Yeah. De Blasio, not so much. He was like a weird, like, creature. <laughs> I want to see John Fetterman in person. Because he was... Actually, I've met John Fetterman. Um, he's got to be weird looking too. Yeah, but he life. looks like his pictures. He Not looks weird like looking, but like you no, don't expect but, it. Yeah. But he looks like... He looks the way he looks in pictures. Oh, okay. But de Blasio doesn't. No. Like, de Blasio is so thin. Yeah, he's lanky. And he's tall. tall and lanky. He's but he's like... like yeah. Like Slender Man. He is like the Slender Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I remember watching him like, wow, that and, was creepy. <laughs> I know. And, and he was like, he was towering over people because they, they were, he was in the pride parade um, in like a, a white shirt and like a blue tie kind of. Yeah. And he and, and he was right in front where people holding like a sign or a banner in front. And he was towering, towering over, over the them. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it was strange seeing him. Um, I remember there with a bullhorn. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's like, Actually, we got so really Donald close Trump to him. can hear you all the way from Washington. <laughs> like, shut yeah. up, Schumer. <laughs> that, that was good, though. That was good. I, I, I liked that. Um, uh, to hear what? Like, you're there. Make, make sure he hears you. <laughs> God, 
it's just the he was just trying to pump up the crowd. I mean, that crowd was crazy. I th- I was thinking the about that crowd. Up a <laughs> I know, yeah, true. Uh, they I, were I, handing out homemade cocktails. Remember that? <laughs> homemade what? Cocktails. Oh yeah. Um, because because <laughs> it's a pride parade, so I guess you can't just like sell like cans of beer. You have to have like homemade cocktails. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I I had the the spanking thing too that we oh, got for free. I, about I, that. I don't remember where I put it. I I, I just had it. <laughs> I had it because I I always used to keep it up on this little um like uh, shelf up here just because yeah. it's like a little displaced so I got a bunch of little knickknacks up there <laughs> and I had it up there the entire time it's just like yeah this is a cool thing yeah. I like it <laughs> just like a piece of plywood that says like spank me something but because we were standing in front of like a BDSM shop we didn't even realize no. <laughs> they were giving out free spanking sticks but yeah wow that derailed um, our final question <laughs> is from Matthew or uh, at Across the universe. It's almost like across the universe because of the at. Yeah, I think that's That's the what point. it is. Yeah. Oh, that's genius. That's really good. Nice, Matthew. See, we got the best people following us. Yeah. Um, this is for people wanting to learn. Oh, okay, okay. We can we can we can maybe educate. Uh what required what required anything from wow. me? What required reading would you suggest for people looking to break free of the two-party system mentality? Uh maybe it's better to ask, how do you suggest people begin shifting their thought process from us versus them to us versus the problem? Oh, uh well, there's two books I always recommend. Um, mostly for people who are looking like, I don't know if I would phrase it quite like that. I'd say people looking to get into, um, left thought and ideology. Mm -hmm. Um, first I always recommend, um, Howard Zinn's book because I think the way you look at history informs the way you look at the world. Oh, people's history of the United States. Yeah. 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 That's, that was going to be mine for sure. That's like my first go-to. And the other is, um, Manufacturing consent with uh, Chomsky. Oh yeah, and, and as people, those are two that you would really, you should really get into because mm-hmm. those are pretty much the two that I was going to suggest as well. Yeah. Uh, not so much individual art books, even though I know that was the question, yeah. but because both of those people are like the, you know, they're like the the platform for the progressive I- ideology in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, People's History was the first like political book that I ever f- really uh, invested in. Um, there was another book too from Zinn. Um, well, the politics of history is one. That's that. That's a little different. The new may it could be the new thought or the New Deal thought. Uh, mm. It's from his earlier work in, in the sixties. I don't know. Just like go to go to wiki. I'm on his wiki right now and look at. Uh, all, he has a lot of books, a lot of books. <laughs> yeah. And Chomsky does too. Chomsky oh, has yeah. a lot of work as well. Yeah. Start with that. Um, you know, there's plenty of clips on YouTube as well. If you mm-hmm. don't want to get the actual book, uh, you can just watch them speak about this stuff too. Yeah. Um, you could. And here's another one. Here's a like. Here's a curveball for you. Uh, George Carlin, <laughs> because George Carlin rips the two party system throughout his entire career, and 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 just go to go to YouTube. You ever type put it in, in a George, book, though? Um, 
<clears throat> probably not. So. I think no. the books that he wrote were like joke books, uh, not necessarily joke books like knock knock, but like they were just funny reads. I, I don't think he ever did anything serious like that. But his political commentary was less funny as it was like exposing the system funny. And that's where the comedy comes from. And and just find a couple of clips of him talking about the two-party system and he'll make you think about it in ways that you'd never thought about it. But I also think that like I wouldn't I wouldn't tell somebody I guess how how should I say it? It's like I wouldn't make my goal to free myself of the two-party system. My goal would be to find out where the truth is. You know, like what makes sense according to observable reality and from there i'd extrapolate to okay so what political system would make sense then given these facts about existence is this what you did because this is this could be an interesting thought process Hebrew. because you're not coming from a full-time like you ha- you weren't always a a left thinker well so no like- but i just i'm just saying like i wouldn't start out by examining a political system i would start out by examining you know, truths. No, I, and I agree, yeah. but I, I'm what I'm asking is, how did you get started? Because let's say that this person, Matthew, or somebody who's in this situation who's trying to learn, um, maybe is not feeling so comfortable with their conservative ideology that they were taught as a child, or they're libertarian, in like your case. No. Um, what did you do to like start moving to the left? Well, I I had had. Um, manufacturing consent for a long long time i think i got it for christmas uh probably when i was like 14 maybe and so one summer i finally read it but i had already been moving left see the problem is my experience is just it was a combination of like life experience and interest in other things like an interest in uh, ideology and so it was working actually it was working at warehouses that made me like really question the what felt like almost like a commandment, like when you're conservative, you get taught the commandment that, you know, as long as you work hard, you'll be fine. And that people who aren't doing well just don't work hard. Okay. And, but as soon as you get a job, you know, like working for a giant corporation, you realize, well, that's not true. Like when I worked at the, I worked at an Amazon warehouse and everybody around me, you know, I mean, in every workplace there's going to be people who, you know, aren't working very hard, whatever. Uh, yeah, trust but me. But I, I would say like 98% of people were working their asses off and everybody was barely making it, like barely making it. Mm-hmm. People, Sounds about right. Like people had to borrow money from other coworkers to afford gas to get to work. Like this is how thin the the margins were that they were existing on and so that made me question like well wait a second because all these people are working really hard why is it so difficult and then when you start questioning the relationship between employer and employee and the power differential then you start using that to question other things in your life right and it's like well why is this like why is the power so imbalanced and it's like well why and then you look around the world, it's like, why can Canada and the UK and France all guarantee every person their health care? And we can't. Yeah, why can they? Yeah. And then you realize, well, when was the biggest, you know, when, when did America have the biggest economic prosperity? Oh, the taxes, the highest marginal tax rate was like 96%. You know, it's like, and then you realize everything you learned about 
how the world worked was wrong. Right. And so then it was just kind of nice because then you're starting out ideologically neutral. True. And so yeah. then as you, you know, as you explore different ideologies, because I had read books, I had read books from uh, um, Milton Friedman, who is a oh. horrible, horrible person. Yeah. Nice. Um, good old libertarian. Yeah. And also. You've read Ayn Chomsky. Rand, haven't you? Yes, I read Ayn Rand, yeah. Because I remember and, always seeing Atlas shrugged, I almost said yeah. slugged, uh, <laughs> in your in your room or yeah. in the uh, recording studio yeah. that we that we made. And I was always like, God, this hurts. But I knew yeah. that that wasn't you now. But no. it was like, the, you know, just, yeah, I, I remember seeing that. Yeah. And so, like, eventually, if, if you are truly objective, you'll get to the right place. Right. Some people think they're objective and they're not. And it's kind of funny because Ayn Rand even calls her philosophy objectivism, but it's not. It's ah, totally devoid of nice. observable reality. Of course. And, but I think that's, but those were the places I started manufacturing consent in people's history of the United States. Um, I mean, listen, if you want to, because people's history is one of my favorite books of all time. If you want a, a, a book that's like also a story, like, you know, it tells the history through the eyes of the people, the working class. And the first page of that starts off with a diary of Columbus. Oh, yeah. Explaining it's how amazing the, uh, the natives are when he first meets them. Mm -hmm. And then ends it by saying they would make wonderful slaves. Like, this is from a direct, like, it's from his diary. It's from his journal. Yeah. Um, and that's the, that, just to give you a glimpse of what that book is about. It just opens up your eyes. Like, I, before I read that, I remember saying to myself, like, Columbus was, you know, kind of like a hero. You see, that's what we were taught to believe, that he's a hero. Yeah. Discovered America. Yeah. You know, without him, we have, like, and then when you realize who he was, yeah. it's like, oof. I know, it's rough. So, yeah, people's history is definitely a good one. But there's oh, a lot of- And also, of like, less um, less <clears throat> politically ideological, I think, is uh, there's a book called Blowback by Chalmers Johnson, which okay. is about the unintended consequences of all of our foreign policy actions. And this was pre nine eleven. He wrote this book. Oh wow! Oof, and imagine, that'll that'll imagine. open your eyes. And it's Jeez. funny because that was recommended reading by Ron Paul and Bernie Sanders. Oh. So talking about like this is specifically anti imperialist right. foreign policy, which is one of the very few things that those two politicians share, kind yeah. of. And I wish that he would have taught it to Rand, <laughs> so that he would not always be like making these horrible votes. But anyway, that's beside the point. But that's okay. another good one. Can't believe his name is actually Rand. It just know. doesn't sound like. Wish he would have taught it to Rand. It's like, uh, I mean, listen, name your kid whatever you want, just yeah. not after Ayn Rand, please. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Uh, well, it's a good conversation. Uh, and and that does it for the questions. That was a, yeah. a few questions, but they were all pretty good questions. So thank you for your questions. And uh, if you're still listening at this point and you, you want to ask your own questions, just go to Twitter and tag uh, Left Lane Pod and ask whatever you want. And we will answer them because that's what we do on Twitter time. Uh, let's take our final break. Also an ad spot potentially for companies, like you know, great companies like MeUndies. Hey, me, me yeah, you know? Oh my God, um, you were really going for the MeUndies thing. I'm going to start tweeting at them every single day until they answer me. <laughs> uh, and, and we'll be back with our final thoughts.
And we're back. <laughs> like how I came in from the side? Yeah. That's very, yeah. Um, so ends this show. <laughs> it's just not going to work. It's not going to work. I know. It's my my old to, saying. You have to come up with a new one. I will. I'll figure yeah. it out. I'm probably just going to do it one day, like or a new one each week until one sticks. That's what's probably going to happen. Not this week because I don't really care. Um, also, what are your final thoughts? Uh, well, it's been a short week since we recorded um so not a ton of new stuff is happening but no there's plenty though i'm sure there'll be plenty for next week oh yeah but i just i cannot wait for this election to be over and i'm hoping that we come out the other side like with some semblance of a future as a country (laughs) yeah i know just as like members of the lgbt i know like well, that's it's funny because I saw a post on Facebook actually of uh somebody was like I think it was like a screen grab of a tweet and and the person was saying like if you've never had your rights decided by a Supreme Court case, then you haven't been oppressed. <laughs> it's like no nope. and, it's and so we definitely true. have. Oh yeah. We definitely have yeah. up until recent. And I'm afraid that you know they could be in jeopardy, but yeah, I know. But I'm just ready for it Whatever. to be over. Like, I can't, you know, it's just like that, that thing where you just feel like you're you're teetering on the edge for too mm-hmm. long. It's like not in the fun way. No, uh, no. <laughs> not, yeah. This is the kind of, this is the kind of edging you want to get over with yeah. as soon as possible. Not the one you want to no. last another three hours, you know? No, this is like that feeling when like you've leaned your chair back too far right before you fall. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a scary wanna, feeling. Yeah, you don't want to be stuck feeling. in that feeling for three months. No. no. <laughs> what are we down to? Like seven weeks left? I think 50 days or something like that. Yeah. Biden tweeted out. Yeah. 50 days. Yeah. But it feels, still feels like an eternity. I know. I know, just, but it's coming fast, man. I, I mean, it's, it's already mid September, <clears throat> September 14th when we're recording. Yeah. It's like, that's just fucking crazy. Yeah. But I'm ready for it to be done. <laughs> <laughs> me too me too anything else no I don't think so um, I, I'll share my story for my final thoughts uh, to maybe give you an idea of like what's going on in Pennsylvania uh, I, I went shopping today and when I went shopping I went to go see my uh, couple of my friends at Nike where I used to work for a couple of years and there's one person in particular who um we used to talk about politics all the time, especially when we did like overnight shifts and, you know, we could just speak freely. We used to talk about politics a lot. He is, you know, maybe, and I swear to you, maybe the only non-racist Trump supporter that I've ever met in my life. Uh, He's just, nothing about him you would think is a Trump supporter. Hmm. And the reason why he voted for Trump is because he really hated Hillary Clinton and did not think that she would be a good president. And he had no idea what Trump would be like. So he gave Trump a go. And we've talked over the years. I don't work there anymore. So we don't talk as often. Um, but the last time I had talked to him, he was still on Trump's side. This was over a year, over a year and maybe a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was still on Trump's side. Hmm. And today, when I saw him, we, we got into a discussion about politics. It's, it's impossible not to. Um, and he was done with a shift, so we were talking outside of the, of the store. And um, I, I was, we hadn't mentioned like who we're going to support yet 
even though it's pretty clear who I'm going to support. He he knows that I'm, I'm going to vote for Biden. No. And he makes this sly comment about Trump. And I was like, why why are you saying so many, why are you saying bad things about your boy? And he's like, fuck <laughs> Trump. Ooh. I was like, whoa. I was like, what do you mean? What he's happening? like, fuck Trump. And I was like, when did this happen? And he's like, man, I'm riding with Biden. I was like, you even know the saying that these centrists are saying? I'm like, explain. And he said, there's only so much that a person can take of this outspoken racist bastard is pretty much what he said. He's like, the the blatant racism was always one of the reasons why he wasn't going to vote for Trump, but he kind of put that to the side because he didn't really believe that he was a racist. He thought he was just saying it so that he he would incite the the alt-right and get their votes, which, you know, that's a fair point, but, but he is a known racist? racist, but he is a known racist. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, even if, even if that were what he was doing, isn't that racist riling yeah, up absolutely. racists? <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and, and just, it, and just on a side, like conservatism as an ideology is racist. Yeah, it it is. Like there's it's no way, way around it. No. It just is. And, and this is why I don't like liberalism. It's not that far off. No. And if you know anything about ideologies, which I know you do, I'm not speaking to you directly, um, just take like a college course in political ideology. And when you realize where they came from, England, both of them are like English, and then you realize the, the differences of like classical liberalism and classical conservatism, there's not much of a difference, folks. No, Jack, not there's not difference. a lot. No. It's, it's essentially the same thing. One pays a little bit more attention to people than the other. Yeah. And one is more religious-based. That's really it. No. They're still, ca- they're still pro-capitalistic ideologies that operate the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Economically, it was not their difference. It was socially. And essentially, that's kind of what it is today. No, no. Just, I've, I've had the discussion with a bunch of people where they talk about like, oh, it's like, well, it's usually when they talk about the media, they're like, oh, well, the media is liberal. You have to admit that. And I was like, well, the media, I mean, <laughs> like members of a lot of news outlets are definitely Democrats. Yeah. But liberal, mm, mm. they're certainly not left. No. And so, neoliberal, like, like there's all some you're getting, the only perspective you get in American media is right wing and like center, center right. <laughs> center, center right or center. Because like there's moments in both CNN and MSNBC where at least center, um, you know, Chris uh, yeah, I would, Hayes. I would argue I think Chris center Hayes right. Oh, well, Chris Hayes is a good example of probably center left, I think. Yeah, okay. I'll give you him. You know, and there's not many. I'm not saying yeah. there's a lot. Uh, yeah. When I used to, when I was growing up, I was more, I was heavily influenced by Keith Olbermann. I used to watch uh, Countdown with Keith Olbermann a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know if I would have the same opinions on his politics now. I really don't remember as much, no. but I, I'm sure he was left. Uh, and where is he? He got kicked off. No. <laughs> he got, he got a little too left. Yeah. Um, Ed Schultz, Schultz was another one. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I agree. That's why I, I really try not to pay attention to mainstream media. I watch mm. because it's just easy to access and it's good to know what they're talking about. But I watch Fox News too, as much as it hurts. But I watch Fox it News. It does hurt. It does. It's not fun. No. There's nothing about it that's fun. It's just so blatantly nationalistic. No. It's like it's like you can see exactly who they're talking to. So gross. And yeah. it's not me. It's not me. It doesn't resonate with me at it's all. Um, but yeah, so my buddy is, uh, riding with Biden, as he said, and, and Very he interesting. said, he's just over Trump, 
completely over Trump. And I just hope that's true of a lot of people. I just hope they're over it. Like I feel like if he because he's he's that perfect Republican, or he's that perfect um undecided voter like i actually know a real undecided voter and it's kind of cool because like i didn't think they actually existed i thought that people definitely had a, a predisposed like opinion of each candidate i did not actually know that there could be someone who would just flip-flop like that or <laughs> he's not necessarily following policies he's just following the people which is probably a lot more people than we think and, uh, oh, I know. I just, yeah, it's frightening. And if he flipped, I think a lot of other people could flip. Now he's younger; he's no. a younger person, so he's not like he's not in his thirties. I think he's mid twenties. Yeah, but still. Um, but that, that's at least one, and I know there's going to be more. So that was interesting. That was yeah, an that interesting, is interesting conversation to have. Yeah. And then other than that, yeah, there was a, a fucking shooting in Lancaster City, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's right. I heard not, about that. Not not too far from. I mean, hours away, but yeah. You know, it's still close. It's still Pennsylvania, and uh, protests are uh, ongoing. And from what I can see on Twitter, it's ongoing now. Wow, Tom Wolf is trending big on Twitter. Two hundred eight thousand retweets or tweets. Oh, because the right's gonna have a field day with that. Yeah, and the left is not very happy. That's no. uh, that's what you yeah. But yeah, state rights. <laughs> am, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's all I got. Yeah, I think. Another two-hour episode. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, slightly under. No, by the time no, we're done, it'll be we two did hours. It. We did it. Two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're going to progressively get smaller. I'm sure, shorter. But right now, you know, we're 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 happy to be back. We're enjoying the conversations. Yeah. Uh, make sure to connect to the show. Uh, Twitch. You know, twitch.tv. Like, I like how your promos at the end are just like sentence fragments. Life and left lane, Twitter, left lane, pod. Now they're just names of platforms. Patreon, left lane, pod, Facebook. No one uses Facebook. Don't use Facebook. Facebook fucking sucks. Instagram. Do you do stuff for our Instagram? Because that's your thing. Not lately, but I'm going right. to get it back on. I'm going right, to start doing audiograms. Instagram, left lane, pod. Uh, mainly Twitch. Follow us on Twitch because we're going to be doing the live shows coming up. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. So until next week, we bid you adieu. And good luck. <laughs> and, yeah, and good luck. Yeah. And please just stay away from police officers. 